Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. I'm glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it was like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 86 here of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Oh, man, I kind of kind of forgot where I was. 1600 Buckslayer Place. Wow. Been here you, too much. Did you do drugs today? No, I was just, I was I was looking out the window, man. 1600 right, Buckslayer. shut the window already. You daydreaming or what? No, we're just in the bucketorium. It's weird. I actually get to look outside for a change. Uh actually shutting the blinds right now. Uh, sorry, I get a little distracted, but uh, we are right here in the Bucketorium. Uh, as always, we have a man-child on the show. Steve <laughs> is here, uh, thankfully. Um, Kurt's here also, keeping us right on track. That's what I do best and, and There you go. I'm like the rev limiter to Steve's life. I'm like, whoa, maybe you shouldn't make that decision. Let's uh, bring her back down. He still you makes know? those bad so, decisions, though. <laughs> he's pretty good at bad decisions, but we love you. That's why we keep you around. Eric's here also. And guess who else is here? <laughs> who is here? Mark. Mark showed up. Today. Money oh, bag. Mr. Moneybags is here. Truck was full. Goodness. Had to bring more money. Yeah, there you go. That's probably why I'm distracted. I'm over here counting all my money. Man, I uh, man. Sorry, guys. I just I I, I got this millions of dollars to count, but uh, we got to just get into it, man. Well, uh, we we've we got to been... mention it first here because people are expecting the Fitzgeralds. Oh on yes, this week. yes. And yep. uh, something came up with the Fitzgeralds. Um, a life situation that just, un, un, I guess, unplanned. They can't help it, so we have to reschedule the show. Not a big deal. We completely understand. But what they're going to do is they're still wanting us to give away two bottles of deer dander on this episode. We'll get into details here in a few minutes on how you can do that. Um, but just best luck to them, their situation. We won't really get into details. Um, and then, But just look for that episode in the next two to three weeks, I'm assuming. But we'll get it done. And then um, we got four Fitzgerald DVDs to give away so on not on this episode but on the episode that they do and then we'll get to all the listener questions and all that so just had to mention that real quick and then uh so go ahead steve well i'll uh i'll get right on point and the best way to stay on point is go to hashtag when every time you tweet anything hashtag single pin nation uh dude we're super excited about it working class bow hunter um we teamed up with hha great uh, 
if you heard the podcast a couple weeks ago with Scott Bakken, um, or Bakken, I'm sorry, I, I mispronounced Bakken. his name, Bakken, sorry. But, um, you need we a had, drink of water, man. I know, I need to. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're teamed up with bit. HHA. If you listen to the episode we did with Scott, it, it basically, we don't really even need to go into detail why, if you've heard that episode. Great company, family owned and operated, basically out of the house still, all handwritten invoices from they just love to do business they're old school um lifetime warranty and all their products all their sites um they're just it's one of the best sites ever um the optimizer's been around since 94 he said and it's just been they've been optimizing the optimizer since and just making it better over the years and just everything um, they do is great yeah just high quality in products um for bow hunting and even tournament archery now they get the new kingpin optimizer dovetail light or optimizer light with a dovetail um it's awesome you can the stuff you can do with it's amazing you can switch out the dials so if it's a single pin you got the wheel where you go in from 20 to 100 or however far you want to sight it in and say you have a different uh weight arrow or you you have a different grain broadhead like say in illinois you're hunting 100 grain broadheads and you're like oh i'm gonna go kill an elk i want to put 125 grain heads on you can pop the wheel off on the site with one allen set screw and just put another wheel on that you're already sighted into and just go hunting and that is one other... of the greatest ideas I have yeah. ever heard. And oh, yeah. The best part about all that made right here in America, actually, uh, our neighbors made up north, uh, Wisconsin, they said that most everything, it was like 99% of everything that it goes into that site is like within Wisconsin. Yeah, it's all pretty local. Like, real local. Like they're driving down the road to a mill shop, you know, <clears throat> and that's super cool. I mean, you know, that's. That's one thing that really drew us to them is, hey, man, you know, they're all supporting the local working man, and, you know, we right. do too. Yep, exactly. So we got a lot to look forward with them, and then uh, we got some giveaways yep. coming from them soon, so uh, stay tuned for that. Speaking of uh, working men who support us, someone who's going to be working real hard come October, right there in awesome Viola, Illinois, Scott Smith, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. If you guys are within... If you guys are in western Illinois, uh, eastern Iowa, anywhere close and you want to get your deer processed by, in our opinion, the best deer processor in this area, go check him out. Uh, Smith's Custom Meats in Deer Processing, Viola, Illinois. Love that guy. Love his operation. And, can't, it really and the can't, great products. And the great products. Um, and You won't be disappointed, trust me. No. You know, who, you know who won't disappoint you? Who? A guy who's sitting in this room right now with us. Yeah, another good sponsor. <laughs> money bag. He doesn't disappoint when he brings those bags of money no. by. I promise, man. Every every time Mark brings money by, man, I go and buy a bunch of useless stuff. I'm probably just gonna go buy another Xbox. <laughs> just to be have an, with you. just have an extra one. You need around. that. Why not? Just so. Well, I want to put because Mark gave me so much money. I'm gonna put my new Xbox on top of my old Xbox so it doesn't blow away. <laughs> right. Thanks. So that's that's just what I'm doing. But uh, Mark from Creative Critters Taxidermy, always supporting the show and. Yeah, Us. I have to give some love to Scott Smith myself. I uh, actually went out there for the first time. I didn't get a deer this year, but I went out there and did a tour of the place. And dude is cool. Just first yeah. time I met him, I was like, man, this guy is awesome. He's cool got, dude. He's got quite the Great operation. Great setup. Yeah, I was impressed. And I used to work at a meat locker when I was younger, cut meat for four or five years. And, it, you know, so I've seen a lot right. of stuff. And when I went to Scott's, I was like. That's legit, man. I can't yeah. wait to get it's it here. It's super clean and yeah. just tidy, and it doesn't feel yep. like you're at a meat locker. Yep, exactly. They they definitely run a good operation, and a lot of people that heard about it here, they, you know. He cares about his product check- the way you care about how your tax yeah. Yeah. turns out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I told Absolutely. him, I said, Scott, at the end of the night, I was like, hey, Scott, can't wait to get a deer next year and bring it to you, buddy. He goes, Mark, I can't wait to cut it up for you, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Dude, you go and taste it. You go taste some of like his summer sauce or two. It'll make you yeah. want to shoot a button buck, like just yeah. so you can get some oh. of that. Yeah, and he was kind of taking us through and giving us some of the showed us some rooms that he wouldn't show everybody. Oh, oh yeah. And there's some yeah. good <laughs> secrets in that room. And We've been in the spice room. Doing. Yeah, the spice room yeah, is what I'm talking about. We had to go about. to the spice room. Yeah. We went there. We dropped off my dough. Steve and I went there. I dropped off my dough last October. And he's like, hey, man, try this jerky, new batch we're playing with. And he had like, teriyaki. My knees buckled, and I almost hit my head <laughs> off the floor. And it was just, I was like, this is too good. Like, I'm like, it's like, when, you, it's like when you stand up too fast. Yeah, exactly. When, it's like when Steve hits a flight of stairs, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't hit flights of stairs. I go to the escalator, homie. 
I'm the only one who's ever jammed up an escalator, I think. But uh, enough talking about me. We'll move on. And Mark. And me. Because we're, we've got some cool stuff we got to talk to. Yeah, well, let's just get right into it. We're trying to wrap it up and put it in a nice little bag <laughs> and then put that bag in a bag. And that bag's going to say Badlands on it. And you can get that if you go to BadlandsPacks.com. Go through their selection. Go buy your bag. Go buy a bunch of other other like shirts, hats, and throw them in that bag and love yourself for just it. Just buy one of everything. Yeah. Just yeah, just get that credit card out. You can put bags inside of bags. And uh, instead of just telling you to buy one, I'm just going to tell you maybe why you should buy one. Because uh, Steve's just like, just buy it and spend your money there. That's all you need to know. Just do it because I said. Trust me. <laughs> just trust me. <laughs> Come on, would I lie to you? Um, just good packs for. You know, anything from whitetail hunting um, to hunting out west, hunting anywhere you need to go, and on the 3D range. Yeah. And know. another good thing about them is their lifetime warranty. Yes. Yep. I sent mine in, what was it? There's a pattern here with us. Four or five months yeah. ago, <laughs> and they sent me a brand new one. Yeah, yours was tore up, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I got to check those out, because every time you talk about them, I'm like, man, I looked at them, and I'm like, those are cool. I got an old field line basic. Right. Farm and oh, fleet yeah. bag. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I hate this thing. You would be amazed the difference. Like people are yeah. just like, it's a bat it's a backpack. Yeah. It's a pack. And what, you're what? like, no, no, no way. It's yeah. not. You it's just that in optics. Like mm-hmm. you if you spend more money you, for the quality, it really you realize it's, like it's wow. gonna show. Yeah, it's why didn't show. I do this sooner? Like I cut so many corners and now I'm right. realizing how nice it could have just been and Whatever situation you're stuck in. With. Like you guys say, you know, every, it's like I got a pocket for this, a pocket for that. Every time a deer comes, oh, I'm digging in my bag and it's got right. 15 things in it. And I'm trying to dig my binoculars out of there to see a right. long range deer. And everything's oh, yeah. got a cord. God, everything's got a cord on it, so yeah. they all come out at yeah. once. Yeah. And you're like, here comes yeah. your grunt call along with your binoculars. Right. And, and something's on the ground. And <laughs> so, balancepacks.com. All right. We got a good episode. Um, Steve's got something to handle. I do. Um, just, you know, hey, uh, we, we do our veteran uh, shout-out each and every week. But um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep doing this. We're going to talk about the Dark Horse Lodge for um, those who are new to the um, new to listening. Um, go check out Dark Horse Lodge. It's a, it's something that we, you know, we feel very strongly about. Our good buddy Gene, uh, Gene Miller told us about this. Um, so we'll keep talking about this until this thing goes up. The Dark Horse Lodge is going to be a retreat for, uh, for combat vets. Um, they're going to be able to, uh, you know, you go there for a week or however long, fish, hunt. You know, they're trying to get all that stuff set up. They could really use your donations, um, and it's going to a great cause. So if you want to check out darkhorselodge.org, um, you can email and mail at darkhorselodge.org. Uh, Seriously, go go uh, go look around on there. Go see what kind of money you can send. I believe they take PayPal, and if you go to... Smile, Smile on Amazon. Amazon. Um, every purchase that you're going to make on Amazon, you're going to make that purchase anyway, so you might as well go to it. And a portion of that is going to go, um, you can select this charity. So whatever you were going to buy will go and help uh, help out the Dark Horse right. Lodge. So something that we feel very strongly about, and we just want to keep letting you guys know. We, so need to, we need to post a picture of this. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get that going and uh, <clears throat> post it online. But, For sure. Okay, this episode... Is gonna. It's a very. It's a topic that comes up a lot in whitetail hunting. From one, you say, "How? What's a mature deer?" Well, everyone's got their opinion on what's a mature deer. Is it three and a half? Is it four and a half? Is it five and a half? Is it older than five and a half? It's a deer that doesn't act out in public. So it's <laughs> it's basically. That's just a controversial topic, especially when you got one guy who thinks he's like the biggest swing and whatever in the building. He's a guy only shoot deer that, you know, you got that guy only shoot five and a half year old deer. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, you know, there's really, really nice four and a half year old deer and we're all working class people and we're going to shoot a deer if it's nice. That's just the way it rolls. But uh, so it's before we get into the details too much. I'll start with Mark. What in your eyes is a mature shooter buck if you're going solely off age? I would say if you shoot a four and a half year old, you've done, you've shot a mature buck. Five and a half, you know, you're tipping over. Basically, what QDM guys would say would probably be four and a half. They call them a mature deer. Right, four and a half and up. Yeah, and up. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously and up. But right. um, so yeah, it, that's. I would agree with you on that. Totally sure. agree with that. But the thing is, what, what would you, you would say the same thing, Steve? Yep. Are you kind of on the same page or? Yeah, I just. I would go four and a half, you know, when 
any, yeah, anything over that, too, I mean, you know, you're just getting I, – I don't know. Is there a line that you can draw where it's, yeah, it's mature to where it's just old? You know what I mean? Like, is there oh, that – yeah, I mean, but – I, I don't really see what point you're trying to get at here, so this is. Amazing. I don't know, because like you know, yeah, we talk. Oh, it's <laughs> that's a mature deer. senior citizen deer. Yeah, but if you saw like <laughs> a, like, a j- like just a, like <laughs> do they a, get discounts on yeah, stuff? Right, yeah. You know, six, seven, or eight year old. You know, where you could be like, oh, that's that's mature. You just be like, dude, he's old. You know then, what I mean? Then you oh, put yeah. one word in front of it. Very mature. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. So mature, yeah, four and a half, very mature. <laughs> six and a half and up, very mature. I wonder right. if it works like dog years. Seven times four is twenty-eight. Hey, you're mature at twenty-eight, supposedly. So, good. Steve's not. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, we got a year to prove that. Two years to prove that. So, Wait, but that's the argument. You always see on TV, like on hunting shows, I and mean, that's where mostly where you see it. I mean, if there was no hunting shows, you really would just be like, "Oh, he's big. I'm shooting him." Like yeah. they were. It kind of. Maybe that's not so true. There's there's some management there. You know, I would like to shoot nothing under three and a half, but I have average property yeah. and I hunt my butt off. If I haven't seen a deer all year and I can't get on a buck and a hundred and fifty inch three or three and a half road comes in, mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Tough thing like me. I've passed and passed for years and years and I've hunted my place for thirteen years now. And I finally come to a point where <clears throat> I'm shooting three and a half year olds because they say, Oh, you'll never kill a five year old if you don't well, that's true, but I just I don't see them. There's not that much property where I'm right. at. So each piece of ground is different. You know, if I had a thousand acres, <laughs> I'd be shooting five and six year olds and nothing else. Yeah, right, right. right but right. hey, I, I want to enjoy hunting too. I'm gonna die here in a little yeah. while, so <laughs> I want to kill a, You know, yeah. want to kill some decent three year olds. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's all relative. Well, Mark's property that is true. Your property is very thin, and it's mm-hmm. strictly I would say for the most part strictly a um, travel corridor. Exactly. You know, it's there is They're some food there, us. but yep. yeah, for There's the most point, they're running that families ridge. and maybe a couple young bucks that live there. But well, I mean, you know, they, always think about this. It's like when you said, "Yeah, dude, if you see that three and a half year old, hundred fifty inch," I, which I don't know, happen. I yeah, mean, you, and don't feel happen. bad for shooting yeah. it because what happens? You shoot that, and then all of a sudden, you know, maybe the landowner, unfortunately, you know, passes away, or they just are like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna lease this land out, and you'll you won't be able to hunt it." So, so let's get into you it know. a little bit. So that's the argument. You know, everyone says. You judge a deer's the accurate way. Accurate way to judge a deer's age is by looking at the wear on its teeth, mm-hmm. and that's you see that everywhere. And you try and look, and yeah, it's it's probably really, really, really close. Well, that's what I mean. You can. There's no exact way to actually look at a deer and say, "Hey, this is exactly how old he is." No. Right. You yeah. get a close estimate, but you're, you're pretty sure. Right. But right. after five For and sure. a half, it gets kind of wishy washy. I mm-hmm. would say. I mean, yeah. you know, some deer really show, but some deer don't. Yeah. Right. And so the thing we did, we have a handful of deer that we know for sure what the ages are and um what we're gonna do since we know for sure what the ages are mark and i talked about this several months ago taken since we know we have all the jaw sets from these deer we're gonna split the jaw set down the middle and make a plaque for our studio and make a plaque for uh, mark's taxidermy studio that has the deer's actual age that we know for sure because we have it figured out and we're gonna tell why with the jaw, that way you can tell by the wear on the mm-hmm. teeth how old the deer is, roughly. roughly. Rough, a rough yeah. estimate, yes. But it's like how much does a deer, one deer eat more of whatever and it's wore its teeth down more yeah. versus the other buck that's the same age that might not show it. Yeah, right. what they're eating. And I actually talked to a guy that is you know runs this age your deer thing, and he said sometimes deer even like humans. Humans might prefer to chew on one side more than the other. Right. Yeah. That's so true. they may have more wear on one side, and that just might be the side you're inspecting. And so I mean, let's get let's get into how do we know for sure <coughs> what these deer are aged? What's it called? And just go ahead and explain that, Mark. Yeah. Basically, I came across this paperwork, AgeYourDeer.com, and um, we decided we wanted to send some teeth in. So you pull the bottom front two teeth out on the jawbone of the deer, clean those up, send those up to Mus- uh, to Michigan. And there's a place called uh, Whitetail Labs up there. Uh, the guy runs it, Rick Osmus. I gave him a call and told him we were interested in sending some teeth up. And he gave me the particulars and how to do it. And it's like $25. You can have your deer aged for sure. Because to be honest with you, there's you can read those molars, the bottom jaw, all you want on the back teeth. And it's purely guesstimational. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really have no idea. 
Um, right. Even he was telling me a story about how some biologists, they did a test on 127 deer and the biologists that sat down and aged all these deer, they were only right 43% of the time by reading the molars. Under half. Yeah, under wow, half. that's insane. Yep. And, I mean, I'll let him, you know, hopefully we can get him on a show sometime. Right. I'll let him explain more so I won't tell you everything he told me, but there's there's a whole lot that goes into it, and, and reading those molars isn't as accurate as one might think even biologists, not just DNR guys, biologists right. mess up. Yeah, which so, is crazy. But this is the only true way to really tell. So they horizontally cut them, right. soak them in dye, and read the rings like on a tree trying to age. Right. So what we did is we <clears throat> took all the the bucks and uh, deer that we were interested in getting aged from last season between Eric, myself, um, our buddy Trevor Schmidt, our buddy Derek Kaleberg, um, is that all we had? Yeah, Trevor up? sent yeah. two. So, you sent one. Yeah, he sent the uh, antler doe in. Yeah, yeah, we did an episode with Trevor. He shot a uh, antler doe in velvet. We were really curious to see what that deer aged. Mm-hmm. Derek's deer, which was a nice eight-pointer, I think like in the low 140s as a clean eight. Um, Eric shot just an old brute, and that mm-hmm. was what we were most interested to find out how old that deer was. Yeah. And then um, my buck. And then, yeah, Trevor also shot a nice buck. Yeah, also. nice so, point, yeah. So we sent that in, too. So we waited a while. It took a little bit of time. Yeah, I think and we sent them Mar- mid-March. Oh, was and that I got them back very, like, May 28th or so something. So not that long. So, yeah, it doesn't really two take months, that long. A month, you know. month and, and a half, two months. Yeah. They give you, like, a certificate that <laughs> says your name and the year and then the, the actual year of age, and it's got this nice... Uh, Nice like, little seal on like it. Like gold Cer- seal. Certificate of authenticity deal. Yeah, it's really cool. So we'll start with, let's just start with the simple, we'll we'll save Eric's buck for last because yeah. that's the most exciting. So yeah. we'll just start with mine first. I think I killed first in the, yep. of the season. So my buck was a solid, I'll, I'll give the measurement because I, I roughly, yeah. I green scored him at 151 as a clean eight pointer. Mm-hmm. And I guess that deer, me and I asked Mark, and we guessed him to be about four and a half. Yep. And the thing is, we, remember we measured from, you always make that measurement from the corner of the eye to the nostril, yep. and it was like a half inch longer than every other deer. Yeah, yep. Which. Big face. W- yeah, big face. So Usually we're like, older. Yeah, so we thought older, Well, but, but it was longer than like some deer that were older for sure. We know that now, yeah. which is weird. That's just maybe that deer. Mm-hmm. So my deer aged out, we guessed four and a half, and we were right. Guess four and a half. Well, we guessed strictly basically off body and, I guess, teeth a little bit. Yeah. Um, yep. So four and a half my buck was, so I wasn't surprised there at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, a good mature buck right there. Yep. Yeah, 151-inch eight-pointer. Yep. You know? right. yep. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. I'm happy. You yeah, know, absolutely. I'm, if you can shoot four and a half-year-old every year, I'm yeah, that's yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we'll go next. We'll go uh, Derek Kaleberg shot that buck and that uh, aged out to be yeah five and a half five and a half yep um, which you, I could definitely see that this buck had his eye gouged out by another buck yeah and that one I could actually tell I, I remember we were talking sometime I don't know if we were texting or if it was on a podcast or something but I said you know what I really think Derek's deer is older I th- you yep. could just tell by the molar wear it was it was a little more dentine showing than mm-hmm. than most of the other bucks that had come in right except well. <laughs> kind of, a, <laughs> I was gonna say funny, but I'll hold off. So, so <laughs> I, th- this is kind of a uh, like a little off, but like a, about his deer. Like, is there a way that you can tell how long the eye's been gouged out for? Is that just kind of could have happened it that was year? Infected, it was still pus coming out. Yeah. So that was probably like if that year. Yeah, thing. I, would I would say guess. so. If, yeah, if there's still you know because pus will sometimes dry and get hard. Yeah, or else it'll be really wet and runny. So yeah, depending on my guess would be within like a week and a half. Yeah, I would say under two yeah. weeks that yeah. deer had his eye gouged. Probably pretty accurate. Just the because f- when he shot it, it was fresh. Like funny, you're, it was gross. The funny thing about aging is I hear guys, oh, he had a big, big real big Roman nose. Uh, he's real gray in the face. Uh, stuff like that. You can't. I, I get, I get that. deer that are gray in the face and blonde in the face and red in the face and dark brown in the face and that sometimes they get gray hair but you know it's, right. you got to do it by body racks just racks basically the last thing we're yeah. you know, really finding out to be truthful because well, you know when Trevor's, guys 
Okay, so we'll go to Trevor's, but real, I just want to make yeah, a point real ahead. quick. When, when you say, like, guys, like, oh, he's real old, Roman nose, say that stuff, that's yeah. normally, I, I agree with you, like, no, that doesn't, every deer's different, has a different color, like, yeah. you know, you might have a silver fox come in, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, when you hear guys say that, you don't even mention any, you don't even, like, argue, you're just like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, must have been old, because yeah. you just avoid that. I get a lot of that. I get a lot of guys that come in, oh, I shot a great big one, man. Check it out. And I go drop the tailgate on the truck. Like, eh, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. <laughs> well, so, you know, don't you get guys. me wrong. Not disrespecting anybody. Three and a half year old's nice to me. I'm not. But you see you some know, monsters. But I see some big deer. Yeah. Right. Being a taxidermist, it's kind of like. And you can't judge them by their bones or their face. How long their nose is is just a ballpark thing. That nose to eye measurement. Right. It's it's you can't guarantee them on age by that. I, I've had older deer that have shorter noses, seven and a quarter. I had a real old one one time, seven and a quarter. And then you know you guys bring me some this year, and they're eight inches. But right. that deer was older than the ones you guys. So you can't really judge them on Roman nose and length of nose. It's right. just a ballpark idea. Of I wonder what if size there's some guys screaming know. at their headphone, into their headphones, or the speaker right now in yeah. the truck or at work about oh, this. You can too. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, there's someone out there. That <laughs> Screw is. the working class boner yeah. podcast. They suck. Yeah. I'm gonna start not... drinking Heinekens and listening <laughs> to some other hunting podcasts. It's in general, <laughs> be that air guy. Quotes, you know, yeah, in general, quotes. yeah. You know, you can kind of tell, but not specifically. Right. I mean, you know, it's like, well, like, you know, when, when we were talking about it, yeah, you, you guys are spot on with, um, you were spot on with your deer. I mean, that's just. My deer was pretty, like, run-of-the-mill, like, yeah. clean four-and-a-half-year-old. Right. Like, you, you kind of just tell. Know, right? yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's there's definitely a lot, of, a lot of ways that you can tell, you know, just like, you know, yeah, you, you factor in all those things, and you can get a good idea, mm-hmm. um. But you know, and we'll, we'll we'll save Eric's for last. But that one, I when I saw that number, I was actually kind of surprised. But at the same time, it really wasn't. I yeah. expected that. But but let's yeah, we'll, 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 we'll hold off we'll, on that. Let's cut into that. So what? Who was next? Uh, Trevor's uh, buck? Trevor's ten pointer. I think I said it on a podcast. I said I think I'm gonna say it out loud here, but I don't think Trevor's deer was that old. Right. And it was a stud. I mean, a ten pointer. What it score? One forty four. One forty six. No, I think I measured that. Oh, man, Trevor's gonna text me right when this episode airs. <laughs> I think I measured it one. I think it grossed 152 and oh, netted yeah. like 149. Was, that's right. It was a, 150. As a three and a half year old. Yeah, yeah. and it turned out to be three and a half. So that's I mean, amazing. Almost kind of proud of ourselves because we nailed what we said these deer yeah. ages were. Pretty and good. It, and it was up and down, you know, it was up and down the scale, really. And I had a conservation officer come in to check my business every so often and her and I got into an argument one time. Well, not an argument, discussion. <laughs> you listen yeah. here, damn it. She, she pulled her pistol on me. She won the argument. In your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, she was like, you know, I had deer forms on the wall with racks on them and getting ready to mount. And we just got to talking about age. And she actually gave me one of those forms of how to age them by reading toothware. And so I was, I was like, well, all right, we'll just, you know, she goes, you can't judge them by the racks. And I'm, well, I'm aware of that. But right. I said, I point. I'm started pointing the deer on the wall. I'm like, you can't tell me that that's a two and a half year old deer because she told me, oh, I guarantee you, 85 to 90 percent of the deer that you mount are two and a half to three and a half year olds. I and disagree. I, said, uh, I did disagree. With Highly disagree. I said, hey, she's the DNR lady, and she told me how in Rock Island when we used to check our deer in and for mm-hmm. shotgun season at Black Oh, State but Park, yeah, years ago, she she goes, I have aged thousands of deer, and yeah, I said, yeah, you did by molar wear, but that's a guesstimation. Right. So anyway, she's like, I can guarantee you that most of those deer are over there, two and a half, three and a half. And I said, there ain't no way. I know no. guys that have pictures of these deer from one, two, three, and four. Right. And I know that's a four-year-old deer. It's <laughs> yeah. not a two, are you, you going to tell me that my buck so, sitting on the chair next to you yeah. there is a two and a half year old? Yeah, heck no. If you, t- I mean, it'd be good. awesome it'd, if it was a two yeah. and a half year old. Yeah. Give it two more years. Yeah. Right. Very impressive. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it could be possible. You know, it's very possible a deer yeah. could do 150 as, at a two-year-old. But it's rare. But yeah. Exactly. You know, that's, yeah, it, it's like, yeah, she, you know, they were using an old, old system that I don't doubt there is some truth into that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but you it's know, the a way, guesstimation. you it know, is. the way our government works, you know, it's yeah. efficient. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she <laughs> aged thousands of deer. But if you do it wrong, it's like I've talked to thousands of girls like that doesn't mean that I know how to talk to women. Yeah. <laughs> we know that's you know what I mean? Like you guys, you guys are picking <laughs> it up. It's just if you don't do the right pro- like that, that's why I think this this deer labs, you know, they, they've figured it out. 
and they can get you an exact number. Yeah. Um, and there's probably going to be some people like, oh, actually, you know, and give me some InfoWars <laughs> information. I, I don't know. But I, I think that that you have to get down and dirty because these deer don't have birth certificates. There's nothing that you can tell. You got to get in there and like look in. Well, that's what's so. Like that. That's why this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. Because yeah. if you knew for sure all the time it's that easy, it wouldn't be that cool. It's just, I mean, it's right. It's interesting because you always wonder how old do you think that deer really is. You know. Well, now you can know. It's always a conversation with your buddies, right? You know, right. You know, like just talk back or, and forth or with. an argument at right. the local watering hole, yeah. and you're arguing with some other guy who thinks he knows. I mean, there's that guy always yeah. that wants to do that. You can whip that. out your certificate, right here, buddy. I, I carry it in my wallet. <laughs> oh, you know, you, you should ask him if he can send out like little mini ones laminated. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just so you can Good always idea. like, dude, you can pull out your key ring. Oh, you <laughs> shot a five and a half year old. Let's see, that yeah. was. <laughs> two years ago where I shot two of them. Well, I think for serious bow hunters, it's another piece of the puzzle. Yeah, we love absolutely. to get the cameras. We love to plant the food plots. We love to spend the money on yeah. the gear. We love to get the deer. When you get the deer, oh, my gosh, it's 150. You know, you have it scored by Pope and Young. That's right. another thing, you know. For and sure. then, well, geez, I can really find out how old this deer is. It's it's an extension of the story to really know. It's that next step yeah. you can it's, take. Yeah, it's the bottom line truth to really find out how old your deer is. Right. Now, you know, for example, if if I had been doing this for the last 15 years, I could sit here and maybe tell you, hey, I shot six three-and-a-half-year-olds. I've shot one five-year-old in my life, and I've shot an eight-and-a-half-year-old. So, I mean, it's just kind of like you can gauge yourself. Right, right. You know, it's just more to the story. It's yeah. kind of like a it's, closure thing, too, because, yeah. like, I don't know. That's why I'm so fascinated by whitetails because with my buck, I want to know, like, when I found him, I'm just like, man, it's amazing. This big old brute eight point, like, where where did he live? What did he do before I shot him? Like, yeah. what was he doing two hours ago? Mm-hmm. Where was he? He's trying to look for something to eat. They're just <laughs> such a <laughs> Well, he might have been looking for something else. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I would think everyone would agree with, like, a big whitetail. There's something super mythical about them where right. you just want to know what they do. It's How did you not so get shot before I shot right. him? Yeah. 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 Well, it's just, you know what's funny? Because I, I told the story before on the podcast when I stocked my, and we'll get back on the aging thing. When I stocked back up on my buck, I had to s- sneak in on him. There was people, it was in a ravine, there was people up on the ravine, maybe less than 100 yards, making all sorts of racket, wow. and he didn't even look. Really? Like, he just, it's like he just knew, he moved his ears, but he wasn't acting like, oh, crap, there's people up there. I must have been hunting over there. Knew it wasn't a threat, <laughs> yeah. Basically, that deer lived, on, was right under everyone. Right. He just lived right there with everyone, and yeah. no one probably ever knew he was there. Yeah, yeah that's, it, yeah, it's just so weird. But yeah, it's like you said, it's that, it's that. Closure to, to you finally, you're like, I know he was born four years ago. And there's like, for, you know, for 25 bucks to figure out, <laughs> bucks, for $25 <laughs> to figure out how old your deer was, you know, it's that deal. Man, it's he, it, man, he lived for four years until I decided that his time was done. Well, another point, too, though, is because, like, you know, four years ago from when I killed him, so I killed him in 2015. So, you know, back when I would go, you go four and a, four years back during that hunting season when you were seeing a fawn. Mm-hmm. And, you, oh, you know, yeah. I might have had him right underneath me four years ago, you know, to yeah. the week I shot him. That deer could have been on your property for four years. Uh, yeah. It could have been that button buck licking your ladder stand. And you know right. how deer you disappear. Know? They'll go on different property. You might not see that same deer for a year or two years. Right. right. So no matter how many trail cameras you run, you may not catch that deer. Right. For three straight years, and then all of a sudden he shows up on Boom. year four, and you're like, you know hey. what it is. Or I've, you might see him when he's a fawn, but then he moves out and he's not here, and comes he back. just Mark, comes I, through for the rut for yeah. one week, and you don't really, you can't really age him. It's the mystery. I by finally the figured out camera. why deer disappear and then come back to the property. Oh, here comes something stupid. I need to know. It's I need to know. Deer Rumspringa. Pate. They go to the city, and then they decide they're like, yeah, I want to come back to the life. <laughs> Abraham and Isaac and Farah Abraham. Oh no, that's, a, that's okay, someone else. So, All right, so now let's move on. We stopped at Trevor's buck was a hundred. We'll say hundred fifty inch uh, ten pointer nope. at three and a half years old. Then three did we half. say his antler doe? No, nope. and that's where I was going to go with that too. This is a perfect example of how you can't. You don't know how long they've been there. This is a velvet antler doe mm-hmm. that you would think would stick out like a sore thumb. Trevor's said his road his. 
road that he hunts on, everybody's close knit. They all know what they're seeing. They're all talking. It's right. a close knit family and, and, and hunting area. And Trevor said nobody had ever seen this deer before. No one's seen or even right. mentioned yeah. it. They had he had I, one picture of it the year before the year with the before. same rack. Yes, yep. which is he never that don't never shed her velvet rack. Yep. Kept that velvet rack for a whole year until the next season when yep. he shot it. But did did but, that? Because yeah, once we get to the age, because I want to ask something. Um, yeah, why don't you tell the age? Because I want to ask something about the rack. Yeah, it was it was five and a half, which shocked me. I thought yeah. that his was going to be three and a half, four and a half, but it was a big body deer. I thought well. Maybe five and a half, but how does something that like, strange yeah. go on that long with a lot of guys that communicate with each other right. to but not see it? So in a I big area, like they cover a lot of area. They do. In that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what I'm most curious about too, and I and I know we talked about the antler doe episode, mm-hmm. um, or we talked about them in the past, but that velvet when you got your hands on it, did that not? Did that look like? Yeah, velvet that had been around, or did that look like velvet that had been there for you know, let's say a year? Or more. I, yeah, Who knows well, how long? When did yeah. that when did that doe start, you know, growing antlers like that? And you know, if that velvet was still on at the time that he shot it, because he shot it what late it was December? Shotgun season, second shotgun. Oh, yeah, was it okay? Sec- it was late November. Shotgun. Yeah. So that doe still had velvet on her uh on her antlers then, you know, when I'm gonna when say did she the, started when she was a button buck fawn. And that velvet was and that was the same velvet? I'm saying she's never shed her velvet. That's just weird. You That's know? what I would guess. I know there's it's it's up and down the the you know the chart of what these deer do. Some will, some won't. Some will shed. Yeah. Some right. will shed their velvet, but won't shed their antlers. Some will shed their antlers completely. Some keep them constantly. Okay, hey, hey, it's shed. I, I got a I got a perfect segue, but, real quick, real fast. <clears throat> to win the first bottle of deer dander, you tell yeah. us how old Trevor's antler doe was. There Boom, and message Boom. us on Bingo. Facebook. And, there you go. And we'll give you. We'll send you out a bottle of deer. And a boy, Kurt, what to stay on yeah. it? Keep going. Keep but going. this so, velvet, this velvet was in rough shape. It was kind of peeling off. Well, yeah, it's like five it years old. Real thin and dry, not like thick, soft, bloody tissue velvet that you're normally right. used to seeing. But how long? So I'm had... saying it had it forever. And like I said, a guy I talked to, world famous taxidermist, said that he had one that he used to raise deer, and he said some will keep it, and in the winter time, it's so cold out. When they hit their velvet on tree branches, it'll cause it to bleed, and then it'll freeze, and oh. then it'll kind of damage that velvet. So to me, this one looked like it had been frozen a few times and bled, and then healed, and then dried, and then started to regrow new stuff over it. So, I mean, it it goes up and down the chart. They can vary so much. He had a 180-inch velvet doe that he raised that peed straight out the back end like a cow. So, I mean, <laughs> you would think with a 180-inch deer, this is the buck of all studs. It was pretty much a girl. Peed That's right insane. out the back like a cow. Yep, straight out the back, brother. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> I'm just telling you how he told so me. That's insane. Doe, so, antler doe-a-mania is running wild yeah. in here. <laughs> so wrap your head around that. A five-and-a-half-year-old antler doe in velvet. Yeah, yeah, for all you guys out there, like you said, the dudes at the water, and oh, I could tell a deer, you know, by yeah. its sight. Yeah, try this one. When someone, I was like, because we first thing question, how old is that thing? Yeah. I'm like, I have no idea. That's the hardest deer out of all of them, in my opinion, would have been able to tell. Right. So, so you have no idea. What, you what, did no you idea. even guess? Uh yeah, it was three and a half or four and a half was my guess. Yeah, I, okay, I so don't was, even know if I. Threw I guess out a four number. and a half because it was a big bodied deer. Right. But I had uh, it's a velvet antler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm just guessing. It's a hybrid. <laughs> the at other that point. ones, I felt like I was, you know, I had an idea. Right. <clears throat> even tooth wear, you know, on the doe. We looked at the jaw, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of worn down, really? actually. Right. Right. So let's. So are we at the grand finale of the aging deer? Wait a minute. Uh, uh, yeah, did we, we did get Derek's? Yep. Did we yep. get my deer? Oh no, I didn't yeah. kill one. Last <laughs> you didn't year. kill one. Last okay, year. All right. we didn't find okay. mine either. So yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about your buck for a minute before we say what the age was. So, let's do it. so let me ask you, Mark, before, without revealing the age, did you guess correctly? Yes, I was impressed no. with this guess because I thought either we're going to be two years off. Or we're going to be dead on. Right. So, yeah, me and Mark basically agreed at the same yeah. time that we were going to bet the age of this deer, and we agreed on the same age. So I want to go back and listen to that episode. Down. We should have wrote it down because we talked about right now. Oh, we should have. So, Eric shot this old Iowa brute. It smelled like deer dander, funny <laughs> enough. <laughs> it did. It smelled like. I don't know. This buck, Eric, 
his rack looked old. It was dark. People look at the pictures of that thing, and I show them like, "Hey, look, look at this old brute my buddy shot." Yeah. What What's up with the antlers? They're dark. What What is there blood on it? I'm like, no, no, that's, that's how they are. <laughs> dark, like just old looking. This This thing. Go. What was wrong with him? Remember when you were? Yeah, like, he clean? had a. What was he? he? Had a broken leg, a hernia, and something goofy with his snout. Yeah, his it, skull sits right in the middle we of thought, this table. Didn't we think Mark <laughs> that he broke his snout? He at broke one? his snout, his cartilage in between his septum, the cartilage septum, and it kind of grew like this callousy hard knot inside there, and basically plugged, inside the septum. Yeah, in in plugged yeah, his there. nasal cavities somewhat. I don't think the deer could probably. Maybe I'm just guessing, but he might not have been able to get as much air up his nose as a normal deer. It was actually damaged up inside, and I didn't know it until I cut the nose off, saved the skull, you know, and started looking. I'm like, "Good lord, there's scar tissue. What's going on here?" So he probably had to have a breathing machine. I wonder yeah, if he got hit yeah, by a yeah, car, yeah. got in a That's fight. That's what I'm thinking because he had like a <laughs> yeah CPAP. <laughs> he had like a I don't know, maybe a softball sized knuckle or yeah. ball looking thing on his knee. Yeah. On the front leg. Could so have it was actually like, been hit by a car. Or it could have been three individual injuries from fighting. Or he could have damaged right. the leg and the nose at the he same time. He got hit time. by three different Yugos. Can you imagine how much damage like a mature buck takes over the years? <sighs> like five and a half years or more oh, of yeah. just like clashing skulls. And deer, and, fighting other deer. And, and there's shit. like no way to tell how long these are. Because that's why I asked about the eye. Because I knew we were going to talk about... Uh, Eric's deer having these injuries. Like, there's no way to tell how long they've had those for. Yeah, nope. right. That's true. You know, it's like you had a uh, a video of like a three legged. Uh, it was a buck, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember in this neighborhood that I lived, there was this buck that walked around. It, it was in like in the city Bettendorf, and there was like some forest right around Bettendorf, Iowa. And dude, this buck had this limp, and I was like, dude, I thought like. The first time I saw him, I was like, dude, he's kind of a nice deer. And he had this limp. I was like, he must have got hit by a car. Little did I know, uh, my buddy lived two streets over. He goes, dude, that deer's had that limp for three years. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. That That's just kind of interesting to me, you know. Right. How they can survive through these, you know, injuries. And like, like you said, because we saw Eric's deer. And he was, dude, he was a bruiser. And he just was an old warrior, but... The fact that like he couldn't breathe. Yeah. Well, the thing is that deer don't know any different. Humans suck. We we do when it comes to like pain and survival. We have nothing on animals. Right. Like you know, a dog can handle so much pain, and they're just all they know is just like whatever. Let's just move on. We're living. Like a deer just thinks it's pure survival. Survival. Pure survival. Don't have a choice to go to the doctor and get things fixed. Right. He's like, oh, I need an Advil. My head hurts. Time to man up. Oh, how lucky the deer are. They don't have Obamacare. Yeah. The deal. Well, that deer had a. Busted and kind of a rotten tooth too, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it's rot. One of his, I don't Molars. know, the second one yeah, from the yeah. back his, is yeah. all rotten away. He needed a root canal on the other side. Yeah, and yeah. every almost every tooth has a hole in it, like a cavity. Yeah, yeah. those molars are the worst, down. aren't they? Yeah, he, needs a, he needs a dentist <laughs> real bad. Can you imagine how that, much that hurt? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen some things. Man. So I mean, just walking. I mean, that that tooth had to hurt. Oh yeah, it was infected for sure. This, oh, yeah, it's oh, all half gone. Think if you get so, a little toothache, we're sissies. Right. Yeah. This dude's tooth was bad. So since you guys obviously cannot see this, maybe we'll post a picture of it. This yeah, for sure. tooth is rotted about halfway through, and it's rotted up into the roots, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. it looks rough. We'll uh, take a picture of that. I had another big ten pointer my carpenter killed with a tooth like that, and it was just abscessed up in there. And oh gosh. Oh, Trevor's deer, his 10-pointer, had a baseball-size abscess in his neck. Really? Under, under his ear. Yep. I started to skin it out, and I was like, this is scar tissue under the skin. What's going on here? And I and just doing it enough, you kind of know that right. that skin doesn't look right. So I kind of pulled the skin back up a little bit by the ear, and I looked around the front of the deer. And I was like, what's that bulge in the side of his face? And I'm like, oh, no. I knew right away. That's going to be a nasty abscess. So I start skinning down more. And, ugh. No, no. I'm talking a size of a baseball air gap between his skin and his muscle. Oh, dude. And his tapioca just, pudding came oh, out. Dude, oh. I used a whole entire roll of paper towels soaking up oh, the abscess that came out of that. It was like beer. a video of Dr. Pimple oh, Popper. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> they, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll get into the age of Eric's deer, and this is for the second bottle of deer dander. Nope. 
So basically, we were right. Eric's deer was eight and a half eight years old. Eight and a half years old. Whoa. Eight old and stud. a half. Yep. He probably couldn't take that toothache anymore. He had his third doe wife home. Message us the age of Eric's buck. We'll send you out that other bottle of deer dander. Thanks to the Fitzgerald boys. But So eight and a half old Iowa brute. He wanted old. to die, man. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, I was talking Jeez. to my uncle the other day. and At eight and a half, he was like, you know, I wonder what that deer was at say, four and a half or five and a half. Right. Like, yep. what he looked like. Because yep. his antlers now are all paw-mated, and they're kind of goofy-looking. Like, he didn't yeah. score anything high, but... Well, yeah, we put him in the book at what was he? I can't remember. 135? Yeah, 135, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, I but you got to think... Right so, you're thinking, like... At eight and a half. Yeah, yeah he'd been on yeah. the, the downhill probably for, what, two, probably maybe two three years? Probably two years. I'd say six. I've, everything I've seen on TV, it's six and a half. You know, it's about where they're going to probably peak out. Each deer's different, obviously. But, right. You know, then after that, you know, they start to do, they do decline. And and that's what you see a lot of times is they don't get the tying length, but they keep the mass and it almost, it, it almost like the rack shrinks in backwards. Right. From the points back to the, but the mass stays there longer than the tines. Well, with this does. deer, it almost like the tines actually <coughs> start growing together, you know? Yeah, and they will. They'll, They'll go up and then start splitting. Right. Yeah, so if you imagine a deer rack just shrinking back inside itself, it's going to palmate more than right. Than right. That, for sure. I mean, does that just, is it because age, the testosterone just isn't there? Because, you know, yeah. like with, with humans, the testosterone goes down and... Um, I'm sure there's something to you that. Know, then well, it's just your nutrition's going elsewhere. Yeah, they're not as healthy. I mean, yeah, because they're probably not able to eat as well. well and well, also too, with all these injuries, yeah, you know that yeah. that the testosterone is going to fix that other stuff also. Right. right. Well, I would yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. All his like nutrition and all that's gonna, yep. you know, if he's got a broken leg for that year, all his nutrition went to that yep. to fix that. You know? Yeah, I shot a big old gnarly thing one time. It's got like 18 points off it individually, but. It had a crack in the skull behind the uh, pedicle on one side, and it was so abscessed around there when I skinned it out that there was almost no pedicle burr on the rack. It's like the infection damaged the actual bone as it was growing. Right. But, I mean, it's a freakish deer. It's got 12 points on one side, but... And that's the side that's got all the points and the mass and the weird stuff on it is the abscess side. So I'm saying that all that minerals is going there to heal those injuries to try to help that deer recoup and recover for sure and come back so that's why that rack freaked out like that yeah, and also with my deer like the hernia was the weirdest thing about this deer because when you when i actually cut him open the intestines was actually attached to the sidewall Oh, wow. Like, so he had the hernia for a while, so it started growing together. Yep, yep. It was we- uh, I had to cut you know, the intestines away from the sidewall. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah. every time we, we talk about this, I, I bring up, uh, there was this magazine, it, it was this deer was shot within the past two years. Um, they called him Captain Hooks. What had happened was uh, the intestines got, something got wrapped around. He had a hernia, and they got, the, like, the testicles got wrapped around. Mm-hmm. Right, so you figure to cut off testosterone. Well, what happened was, I think this deer grew like 25, 35 inches oh, yeah. in a year. Wow. Like just like got mad because he was already like a 160 and then on top of that. And that's just so weird. Well, you know, think just, about it. You get sick, your body goes into fight or flight mode, you know. Right, or, yeah. Correct. Or it produces more antibodies to fix the problem. When you're younger, those antibodies work better. You, you know, young guys bounce back better than old guys. So the older you get. Things start stressing out, you know, you, yeah. you start going downhill. Well, it's like in life, they say after 30, you're actually dying. You start getting gray hair, you start, you know, so right. kind of like oh, the Oh, God, same. I'm already getting gray Steve. hair. Yeah. Steve started dying <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, as soon as you were born, you were immediately like, <laughs> Dude, it was already, my first meal was a puree Big Mac. <laughs> God. Hold the cheese. So, yeah, one other thing about uh, what I thought was a really cool note on this aging thing was when I was talking to Rick, and like I say, hopefully we could ha- get him on a podcast uh Awesome, awesome guy. Knows I'm not going to tell you everything he told right, me. Right, right. So if you do episode, you know, of course, he'll You'll be you, in on that episode. Yeah, Mark. he'll give you a whole lot more than I can give you, but the guy knows what he's talking about. He's an outdoor writer for a magazine. He's a Pope and Young scorer, too, and, and he was telling me stories that he told me that uh, 
they had a deer that a guy shot and it's a famous deer it's it's on some of the magazine covers and stuff like that um and it was two or no 305 inches it's outrageous and they had, yeah they had it aged it was three and a half years old <laughs> that is this is a wild deer, not a fence deer. Fence deer do that all the time. Was, so was it a muzzleloader was, kill from Illinois? It's quite possible. I can't remember the, uh, exactly what he said. So but I think it was, was growing 100 inches a I, year. I think it was on well, Literally. Not really, but, uh, yeah. North American well, Whitetail television, maybe, or else. Right, right. Some, um, there's some people that have covered the story on deer. I want to say, I mean, if at 305, I, I'm, there was a, a big muzzleloader buck from Illinois that was shot. It was either and, Illinois or Ohio. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, there's a big Ohio one also. Yeah. I mean, shit, there's a bunch of huge monsters oh, yeah. in the Midwest, but yeah. 305 but, at three and a half is to be three and a half, yeah. Because I always, so I was telling that DNR lady in my shop, I'm like, look at I saw this deer. It was 270 pounds, you know, one of the biggest deer I've ever yeah. seen. You can't tell me it's two and a half. It takes some time for that body to get that big. Whether the yeah. rack gets that big, there's still going to be a skinny neck deer, skinny body deer. You know, they don't have the big belly, but it for takes sure. time to get their body that big. But right. I could be wrong on that, too, yeah. because, you know, there's Trevor Schmitz in the world who's six four or whatever and how many ever pounds, and then there's me, five foot nothing. Right. And so you never know. It's true. So this is the true way to tell. Yeah, the true By way. The way. Age your deer, guys. It's I did, awesome. I did want to say something. You said that um rick could give us something that you couldn't um and that that's a lie because he can't give us a million dollars like you give us each and every <laughs> every month he might you just have to ask really nice man <laughs> but think yeah, that maybe <laughs> when you break it down like i look at the bucks i have mounted on the wall and i'm like man i wonder there's a couple in there i'm like oh yeah he's probably this but i have a few i'm like I wonder how old that deer was. I yeah. wish I would have known about You're this. You're really questioning it now. Yeah. yeah. See, that's yeah. what I really want to ask him is, like, how long has this technology been around? Yeah. He said he's been doing it for 13 years. So 13 so years. So I don't know that, you know, he's been around since the technology how was discovered. I don't right, know. Right, but how... But when did, when did you first years. hear about it? Oh, I saw that. I got that paper in the mail probably four years ago, I'm guessing, maybe five. Did you ever hear? But this is the first time I've ever, you know, shown buddies and said, hey, let's right. let's maybe do this, you know. Right. Guys, he called this his buddies. But think, though, like <laughs> 13 years ago, how more expensive was it, at, you know, yeah. then? Oh, than yeah. It's, well, yeah, like, it, it's yeah. like everything that comes out brand new, you know. It's going to be a little more expensive, mm-hmm. but. Right. Like 25 yeah. bucks now, you can't really beat that. It closes yeah. a little bit. It closes another chapter of that mystery. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, 13 years ago, it's, you know, that was before the wildlife eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not for everybody, maybe. You know, you got your yeah. meat hunters. You got your guys. I right. don't care. You can't eat them bones anyway. I shoot two-year-olds. But. You know, the guys that are really serious and into it and care about it. I mean, it's an awesome. There's a lot of people that don't know about it. Yeah. You so, know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Uh, and I'm sure we'll never know now unless he kept all the all the skulls. But the the last guy we had on Clark Cummings, uh, those big deer that he shot. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Like, if, man, if he... I would say all those deer are at peak. Yeah. Um, Four, peak five, ma- six. Yeah. yeah. Peak maturity. Because. Yeah. I mean, he shot, what do you say, a gross 180-inch 10-pointer yeah. in his bow? Yeah. I mean, yeah. on camera. I mean, that deer was <laughs> right. probably five and a half, six and a half. I mean, yeah. maybe not. Maybe it could be three and a half. Who knows, could really? Be. But either way, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, I don't know. They're just such it's a, like. It's definitely a, one of the best technologies that they've came out with. I yeah. mean, it's an awesome idea. Well, it's just yeah. straight science. Well, that's right. what. You know? But I wonder who's like, hey, let's cut these teeth apart and see what's in here. Yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah. oh. Yep. It's like a tree in there. Yeah. You know, man, too <laughs> you know bad you mean? didn't keep the uh, keep the like the teeth from from your dad's buck. Yeah, I was wondering. My dad's got that. We talked about it before, oh, and yeah. that's going to be an upcoming episode here. Maybe Father's Day weekend, we'll get him on here. That'd and, be cool. And talk about it. either we're going to go there, or he's going to come here. We're not sure uh, what's going to happen. But if you haven't heard, and you've probably heard the story a hundred times already, if you listen a lot, uh, gross one ninety one ninety one and four eighths mainframe eight pointer mainframe eight so i mean it's got i think 15 scorable points but it's a mainframe eight and if it was a 10 mainframe 10 it would have been well over 200 inches yeah. but you know our taxidermist at the time said he guessed five and a half ish mm-hmm. but it's a it's a guesstimation it you is, know how yeah. old really was that deer i just what if that deer was two and a half 
There's no way. No dude. way. That deer <laughs> looks old. If a DNR would here, I go. In. One of them guys. Hey, <laughs> it looks old. He has a gray face and a big. Mother. Hey, again, you, you're going. You're now you're backtracking because yeah. there's no real way to tell. That's right. Yeah, but That's this right. deer's. Bo- I mean, I, I saw this deer alive on the hoof yeah. a week before my dad shot it. This deer was heavy all the way through. This deer, I'm guessing, dressed weight. Was a well over two forty. Yeah, like, I've seen pictures. This is a big deer. I'm not. Can we have pictures of this deer in the back? My dad had a GMC uh, Denali pickup. Yeah, the butt was at the like on the cab, and its nose. We had to lift it to shut the tailgate. Like yeah. this thing was just monstrous. Was That's kind of how Eric's buck was. Dude. That thing filled the whole Sierra cab. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. but or Dave's, cab, the, uh, Dave's bed, deer but. was way bigger body than Eric's. Wasn't yeah. It? No, yeah. we have a picture of another guy in camp shot. I mean, a guesstimation, roughly a two-and-a-half-year-old 10-pointer. Mm-hmm. And he d- was doing a Euro mount. And I'll have to find the picture and show you guys. He cut just the head off because he was just going to do a skull mount. Mm-hmm. They took that skull and set it in between the brow tines of my dad's buck wow. and took a picture of that buck's head wow. inside of my dad's buck's wow. like rack. like The whole head with the skin and everything. In between the brow tines, Dang. and just it's, it's hilarious. It's wow. just it's crazy how big that deer is. No, I just uh, people think that when I show them those pictures, they think it's Photoshop. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. it's 26 it inside. Yeah, it's huge. I just uh, thought of something um, for anyone who does get there, and this would be like a maybe a future thing, but um, we'll, we'll bring it back. But this is too good to let go. If you guys get your deer, like if you have a deer that you thought was older than it really was, or it was, it, it looked younger, but it was really older. Hashtag Danny Almonte buck, and then send that in. Maybe we'll get you a sticker. That's way over my head. Danny Remember Al- da- Danny Almonte, that kid that was like twenty two, and they like said he was like thirteen, and he was pitching in the Little League World Series. Oh, oh he's okay. through like six yeah, perfect yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about now. <laughs> Yep. That was awful. That that'd, was be, that'd be great, no, dude. Because it has just... nothing to do with hunting. <laughs> Who's the actor yeah, that looked like he was really young, but he's actually old? Yeah, that. Guy. Oh no, oh, you're not the uh, Andy Malinakis. Yeah, but the, yeah. Other, <laughs> the, the 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 other guy, the actor from uh, why can't I think of his name? The black guy, Samuel L. Jackson. No, come no. on. Uh, what movie was he? In? Oh, it's yeah. a TV show. What man? I can't I believe I can't remember his name. There's people screaming right now. <laughs> but he looked really young and he was older. He's a little guy. Yeah, he played a kid. In oh life. no! You're talking. What uh, you yeah. talking about, Willie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Um, wasn't he older? Gary but he, Coleman. Gary, Gary Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he was just small. I thought yeah. he was old. Like he was older, he but he had, looked he young. Was, right? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Gary Coleman, man. so yeah i mean even if that's another good point i mean even if you don't mount your deer you're gonna do a euro on it or you know you you decide "Eh, it's only 100 like clark the other day it's 140 (laughs) so you heard i'm not gonna get it mounted you know (laughs) pull the you know get a hold of me send the teeth in you can still know the age of the deer that's a stud man that's true yeah if you're not if you're not gonna mount it yeah because some guys might say well you know by the time i pay to mount it by the time i pay to butcher it all this money another 25 bucks is another 25 but well it, you if you don't, teeth dude, it. you're gonna pay. It's a, it's a, it's a great hunting camp story. So you're gonna pay twenty five bucks for a cheap bottle of gin, or you're gonna pay twenty five bucks to know how old your deer was. Yeah, exactly. And you get a little certificate with it too. Yep. Yeah, I have to make copies Boom. of everyone's certificate and put them here on the yeah the studio somewhere. Copy of this. Yep. <laughs> this is money. real. See, bud, you can't copy have. money. Get you can't here. copy this. Get out of here. <laughs> no, man. That's. I, I think it's super. So it's Deer Labs. Uh, it's it it's ageyourdeer.com. Ageyourdeer.com. And it's called uh, Whitetail Lab. And it's in Oscoda, Michigan. O-S-C-O-D-A. Whitetail Lab, Oscoda, Michigan. So the guy's name's Rick Osmus. And like I said, he's writer. He's been out west hunting a little bit. And, right. You know, he can el- age your elk, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I guess anything, so, really, yeah, right? Yeah, so I mean... Awesome, awesome dude. You I should mean. get that coyote age that you shot. <laughs> you know, that's that kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is, actually. I wonder. i have to check into that because... How would they do that? I see that same, probably the same way. I, I don't know which so. two teeth it would be, though. You know, I mean, deer He's, only have teeth Because you still the got bottom. that whole skull, right? Yeah, yeah. Because so, it looked like your average run-of-the-mill coyote. Yeah, right? it wasn't that old. And, and, and you can kind of tell with coyotes, too, a little bit by their teeth wear because a lot of the coyotes I get that come in, 
they'll literally have like a round hole in their teeth that goes oh, down really? inside their tooth. And you can just tell that it's so worn that it's finally met the the dentine line, and Ugh. it's almost the tooth hollow inside, and it, it gets like a brown little hole. And kind of like my deer, it's got yeah, holes yeah, everywhere. Yeah, well, yeah. they chew bones and everything. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah, their teeth hit together. See where a deer doesn't? It hits on the roof of their mouth. Right. So, how bizarre. Yep. It's insane. It's definitely interesting, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Man, I'm going to do that now." You know, hearing yeah. this and. Well, I, that's what another thing too. I don't think a lot of people know about it. No, they that don't. this technology is yeah. out there where you can just send your teeth in right. to have your deer. I think it's age. funny you call it technology. Is it really technology? Well, yeah, or yeah. Just it is. science. Well, it's science. science. Well, dude, it's not. Science and it's not a chisel and a hammer. So yes, it's technology. Right. You know yeah, I mean? Right. <laughs> technology. <laughs> tech. It's technologically. You, you just contact them on the interwebs. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what you do. Does he accept text mail? <laughs> well, like we were talking, Kurt. That guy I told. You. I said, you know what? He, if we did a podcast with him, he may know ten thousand times more than what I know. Oh yeah, and yeah. I mean, we're just touching on it here. So if you guys are paying attention to the next, you know, episodes down the road, if we have Rick on, I'm not telling lots of stuff here, but yeah. he'll have some stuff. He blew my mind that I'm not going to share. Sure. If he can that, blow Mark Rife's yeah, mind, yeah, he, I mean. And you know, a, you know a lot of stuff. I've heard yeah. a lot of different things. Tell and, us, and tell I, us about the shower head that you told us right before. <laughs> shower head. <laughs> you don't get oh yeah. <laughs> Good lord! You tell us about the what did you, what did you call it? There's wax inside your shower. Yeah, the, the, inside the, your shower. The handle. scold stuff. The anti scald system. Yeah. yeah. So if, if so if this dude plumbing on the working class bull hunter for you, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably some plumbers out there. Oh, they don't use wax anymore. Yeah. But if 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 he can blow your mind, your mind, yeah. in, like it's nuts. Like when we asked you about the antler doe, you just went straight into it, and you were talking about like how the how the the, the milk that they could have generated turned to fat. And you, like if you know that, and this dude's blowing your mind, dude, we got to either get this dude on. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. like it has to happen. Like I said, I sure. was talking to him, and it was almost like we couldn't get off the phone with each other. It was like. 15 minute conversation. Did you guys, did you guys and just I was become like, best friends? Yeah, I was like, man, I love you, dude. You no, know? you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. It's just, it's such an interesting thing. I mean, you know, it's been, it, it really has been a controversial, you know, thing. Everybody talks about, oh, you know, someone will say, My, I know that deer's five and a half. And they'll show a picture and someone's like, I think it's four and a half. Yeah. And this is going to sound bad, but lots of guys come into me and into the shop. They're, oh, I shot a five-year-old, a big old mature deer, and I almost want to send their teeth in for them. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, hey, I was going to ask that. Like, <laughs> just be I like, don't want to be a jerk, but <laughs> your deer's only two and a half, I was gonna, <laughs> Man, I was going to ask that. Like, dude, like, have you ever thought, earlier when you were talking about those dudes, like, you know, if you're keeping their jaw set anyway, yeah. I, you might as well. And then when they come yeah. in, you could be like, hey, I'll tell you what. You tell me the exact age of your deer, yeah. I'll cut you fifty bucks off right now. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, if, if, if not, you pay I, for me to send your teeth in, pay me back the twenty five bucks if you get it right, uh, or if you don't get it that's right. That's a good you know gamble. I mean? go. That's <laughs> a good yeah. gamble. You know. So well, that, oh, you know what, man? Maybe you should do that. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll I can get your you might, age deer. You might. You don't want to tick off any customers by doing yeah, that. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm what? never going back to that guy again. No, he hit me can, with facts. Yeah, you can hurt their feelings real easy. Yeah. So we're we're gonna. We could go on forever about this because yeah. it's so interesting, and mm-hmm. we're—I mean, obviously, we're going to do another episode when we get him on to talk about more in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Fitzgeralds—that um, podcast is getting postponed. We're giving away the deer dander, so you got to tell us what the age of uh, the antler Trevor's antler velvet doe was, and then Eric's buck. And then uh, there's only two bottles right now on this episode. We, we possibly will have more. The first two people. That message us and tell us that and share our episode. Glad that. Oh, there you Ooh, go. Share this episode. Too. Share the episode Ooh. and or the the page. Uh, first two people will send these bottles out to you. Um, all the last episode, all those giveaways are already gone. Um, those went quick. Yeah, people emailed pretty fast. Um, the first guy who uh, emailed, just I, I'll pull up his name. Um, He's, he's a, a third shifter. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, I work third shift, so I'm probably missing it. I'm actually, I'm like, well, most people listen the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Brown from uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, I thought about that when I saw that. I was like, I, I was at work today, first shift. I was like, man, that's kind of unfair, dude, because we load, we upload the episodes like that night. And, uh, you know, those guys, like, we probably upload those. 
and those guys are on like their first break. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, Absolutely. oh, cool. Uh, this will make the rest of the day go easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. He, he's like, I'm probably late because I work third shift. I'm like, actually, no, you're you're number one. You're number yeah. one, homie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, big old so, shout out to you. So yeah, we had several emails after, actually, quite a bit. Um, you know, hey, he's from we, Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Probably shoots at HHA. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he does. Uh, I bet he does. So uh, yeah, a bunch of people email or oh, messaging on Facebook and oh hey, yeah, I did it. I'm like, man, I wish we had more stuff, but. They went fast, but uh, but thanks actually, everyone. We that actually listened. have listeners that pay yeah. attention. <laughs> but just thanks everyone that listened and uh, d- did it all. It's it's all fair. So I mean, the first people that do it get get the uh, get the giveaways, and we're gonna have more. Do we do we want to give away a sticker this episode too? We might as well. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So we'll do this one. If oh, you... here, let's leave this one open for to if for because we all get the things. What's the dumbest thing that I Steve said too this deep, episode? Too deep. We need, dude. It's up to you because, like, you'll get the messages. <laughs> I say this: we'll just simple, straight off the bat. Right. Share the episode, share our page on Facebook or Instagram, and let us know you did it, and then we'll give you a sticker. All right. You want you want to make it? Steve's real easy all about like we were gonna do the giveaway for the Clark Cummings podcast. Steve's like. Oh, uh, we got to make them watch every episode of the show, <laughs> and then they got to listen to the podcast. Then they got to tell us some detail about something that Clark said one time in about thirty-three and a half seconds of this episode, and then message us this. I'm like, people don't have that much time to watch in no. like a couple of days. No. Watch. Sorry 20. for trying to promote respect the respect the game and working class bow hunter podcast. Between people, sorry down. guys. Work and family schedules are like, you're going to make me watch all 38 episodes or whatever it Sit is. Sit your family down. Like, I hate that. Like, <laughs> I can't watch it. I got family time. Sit your family down. Let them listen to this podcast. Let them watch that show. Mark <laughs> listens to us at like four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. You yep. got guys working third shift None right now going, screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not, I'm not going to let him talk to my children. I want them to be up, grow up, and be <laughs> successful. So we'll do for the sticker just. Sh- Share on yeah. our, share the episode, share our page on Facebook or Instagram. Let us know you did it, and we'll get a sticker out to you. <coughs> Bingo. Um, First one to do that wins. Yes. Anything else? Boom. Anybody want to add anything? Are we missing something? No, man. We've uh, we've got it all wrapped up, man. Uh, I love you guys, man. I, just, uh, I will <laughs> say I was out uh, playing with my HHA site today. Oh, oh got yeah. those new arrows, stacking them pretty good. Mm-hmm. How do you like those arrows? Single pin nation. I real real quickly, what arrows did you get again? Because I, I completely, the, I saw them and I forgot what they were. The VAP Victory Archery, VAP Elites, um, dude, you're 400s. shooting 400s pencils. <laughs> They're pencils, six <laughs> millimeters. <laughs> You're shooting an elite bow with an elite arrow, too? Yeah, man. Isn't oh, that awesome? dang. <laughs> dang, when are you getting all fancy on us? And an elite us? HHA site. Woo! <laughs> no I'm going to claim that those. I started the HHA thing. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you and Kurt. So Kurt started oh, the elite. Here we go. You started the, the HHA. All right, I all right. the HHAs. You know what? Well, uh, here I am. I'm we Nope, nope. We reunited, and we influenced everyone. Okay, here's what I'm going to start. Everybody be a fat, drunk slob and drink as much beer as you can because because Longmire's coming back in, like, September, and I'm yes. excited. So there you go. Not I'm starting that. On. I have no <laughs> idea what know the what hell you said. No idea. Yeah. All the homies for that watch Longmire knew what I said, so uh, let's get out of here before you guys start asking me more questions. <laughs> you think we're going to close after that? Yeah. You think uh, yeah, that's why I called it for us to close. What do you, do you want to close on something deer hunting related? Kurt, and yeah. this. It's kind of what we and do. This, it's kind of what we do. Okay. Mark, thanks for coming, as always. You're welcome yep. back anytime yeah, you want. Thanks for having me. Any episode you want to be on, Mark, all you got to do is come around. Eric, thank you for being a great co-host. And uh, that's all we got for you guys today. Oh, no, no, no. You're you're forgetting something. You're forgetting something. Uh, We love you guys, and we'll see you on the next episode. And hopefully you enjoy hearing our voices. We love you, Steve. I'm Kurt. Go shoot your (laughs) bow. Later. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.